Welcome to the Praying Believers Podcast, where we uncover biblical truths from God's Word. Get ready to be refreshed, encouraged, and transformed as our pastors and leaders bring us insightful teachings, profound revelations, and life-changing truths from God's Word. Each episode is designed to equip and empower you to become confident of who you are in Christ. Don't miss out on the life-changing messages that await you. Now, let's dive in. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your power. We thank you for the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for your hand that is upon us. Thank you for the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. Today we declare in the name of Jesus that we are healed of the Lord in the name of Jesus from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. The healing power of the Lord Jesus reigns. In the name of Jesus, we declare that our going out is blessed. Our coming in is blessed. We are blessed in the field, blessed in the city, blessed rising up, blessed everywhere we go in the name of Jesus. Declare by the power of the Holy Ghost that we engage in a productive labor today in the name of Jesus. Whatever we lay hands upon turns into gold. There's no wastage today, only profit in the name of Jesus. There's life on my part today in the name of Jesus. My blood is clenched. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Today we are going to look at another important lesson. Uh, but I'm sure that we learned that Satan is always after, after the identity that we have in God and in the New Testament, our identity in Christ. Hallelujah. And then one of the things that every believer must learn to do is to learn what is written. And this will propel us to study the Bible and to know what the will of God is on every matter. It is very important that every believer should know what is written on every matter. You know, we usually say that faith begins when the will of God is known. If you don't know what the will of God is on the matter, on the situation, it will be very difficult for you to release your faith for such a thing. And so today we are going to look uh, a little bit further in Genesis chapter 3 verse 8. He said, And they heard the Son of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called on Adam and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? And then the man, you know, started giving excuses and all of that. But what we want to look at is the fact that, you know, sin did not stop God from looking for man. Sin didn't stop God from relating with man. What sin did actually was to stop man from relating with God. I will explain that. You see, one of the things that we need to learn, you you see this in Second uh, Corinthians 5.19, how that God is not even counting the sins of the whole world against them. And then you see here later on when you read that immediately that God sent this Adam and Eve out of the garden, before then he made a provision for their redemption. So what sin would do to a man is that sin will separate that man from enjoying and receiving the benefit of God. God is God, whether you, you are good or not, 
God is God whether you have done good or not. God is God whether you are, you are sinful or not. God is not moved by what we do or not. What happens to us is that when we keep living in, let's say, sinful habit, or a man refused to give his life to Christ, what that does is that it will separate you from the goodness and the kindness of God. It is not your own doing that make God good or bad. God is always good. Hallelujah. So hear this. They hear the voice of God and they were afraid. Now this is the voice they heard before and they rejoice. Now they hear that same voice and fear gripped their hearts. You know what happened is that they, they, they fell from that glory. They fell from that position. They fell from the place of fellowship. But God never changed. Even though God knew that they've eaten, you know, of the fruit, the tree, he commanded them not to touch. He knew that they've touched the fruit. They've eaten the fruit. They have disobeyed him. God still went after man. He still went to look for man. He wanted man to know what has happened to him. He wanted man to know exact position that man was at that time. So that man will know, you know, his position and to know what the redemption plan should be. So, sin will hinder you from receiving from God. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden of the cool of the day. And he himself and his wife hid himself. So, one lesson that we should learn here, even though we are in the New Testament, all our sins are paid for. He said we should not, you know, uh, he said evil communication corrupt good manners. One of the things that happens to us as believers is that if you keep associating yourself with unbelievers or with sinful habits, doing things that are not in line with the scriptures, it will separate you from receiving from God. It will not mean that God will not give, but it is you who will not be able to receive from God. So the same voice that, this, that, that, that Adam and Eve heard before and they rejoiced, the same voice that was a voice of fellowship, now they heard the same voice and they were afraid. So what we are saying is this. Sin will communicate fear. Living unrighteously, living, you know, a, a, a life that is not in line with the instruction and the commandment of God, we communicate fear to man. And this fear will communicate torment. It will bring unhealthy living and it will bring, you know, this guilt and condemnation to man and therefore, what man should learn to do is to embrace the gift and the calling and everything that God has to offer. The moment we obey that, you see, in, in Isaiah, he said, If you are willing and obedient, thou shalt eat the fruit of the land. So are you willing and are you obedient to receive the instruction and to obey the instructions of God so that you can partake of the goods of the land? So God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? The same question today, where are you? Are you in good relationship with God? Or are you, you know, cold? Are you warm? Are you lukewarm? In Revelation 3, 16, it says, you are neither cool nor hot. It says, you are lukewarm. It says, I will spit you out of my mouth. Where are you today? Are you in line with God's will for your life? Are you in the God's, God's plan for your life? Are you outside the plan of God? Whatever you have, listen to that voice and return to him. Hallelujah. Uh, so I believe that you have learned today that sin will separate man from God. 
anyone who is in sin, who is not born again, is in cessation with God. So how do you come back to that relationship? It's just by giving or receiving the life of God, accepting the promises and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And the man is returning to that fellowship with God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. He says, All things are gone, the new has come. So you believe that your sins have been atoned for, they've been paid for by the Lord Jesus Christ, and you believe that Christ has paid for your sins, and then you receive that new life. He said, With the heart, man believe unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. He said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That is in Romans 10, reading from verse 6 down to 13. So when you call upon the name of the Lord, you are redeemed, you are saved. Colossians 1 13, he said, He has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So we were in the darkness, in the kingdom of darkness before, but glory to God, we have been translated, transported, and we are now into the kingdom of his dear son, where there's no condemnation, there's no guilt, there's no fear. Now we don't need to hide ourselves when we hear the voice of God. Now we don't need to panic because our sins have been forgiven. Now we are in Christ. Now we don't need to cover ourselves because we think we are naked. There's no nakedness in Christ. There's no shame in Christ. The glory of the Lord does not depart in Christ. If you are in Christ Jesus, all right, every sin, all your inadequacies, all your shortcomings have been paid for. Unlike Adam, that gathered fig trees to cover his nakedness and his wife. You should expose yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ and the glory of Jesus will cover you. Thank you for joining in today. I pray for you today that you are strengthening your minds in the name of Jesus. We silence every voice of condemnation in the name of Jesus. Go out today and prosper. Go out today and do well. God bless you. Have a tremendous day. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to another enlightening episode of the Praying Believers Podcast. We hope today's message has left you refreshed and equipped to live out the reality of who you are in Christ in your everyday life. Don't forget to stay connected with us on social media, where we share updates and additional resources to help you grow in your faith journey. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for the latest news and updates from our podcast community. We also invite you to join our weekly prayer meetings, held every Saturday at 7 p.m. West African Time and 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Join us on MixLR using the link provided in the episode description. We encourage you to spread the word and share this podcast with your friends and family. Together, let's create a community where we grow in faith and understanding of God's word. Thank you once again for joining us on this transformative journey of spiritual growth. Be sure to tune in next time as we continue to explore the truths in God's word. Until then, Stay blessed and keep walking in the fullness of who you are in Christ.